Listening to CITR Radio FM 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there, Heru Goa by Thor's Hammer from Iceland. And today on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show, an interview with from Iceland, Siga Ross. And also, a brand new interview from 2013 with Jello Biafra. It's actually the 13th interview that I've done with Jello Biafra, spanning all the way back to 1989. To prepare you right now for Sega Ross, here is some more Thor's Hammer. Again, we played Thor's Hammer off the top. Going to hit you with some more Thor's Hammer from Iceland with the Big Beat country dance and then after that an interview with Siga Ross from Iceland on the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show
are you? Uh, my name is Yonsei. Yonsei, who else is in Sigur Ross? Gorgi. And me, yeah. And Ori. Hi. Welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Thank you very much, sir. Right off the bat, to welcome you to Vancouver, I thought I would give you something that you love, Yonsei and Sigur Ross, some iron. Maiden. <laughs> yeah. You love the Maiden, don't you? Yep. And this particular release, check it out, pull it out, it's actually an Iron Maiden picture disc. Check this out if you pull it open. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's really nice. Oof. I think I don't have any picture disc. So this is, I think, I, maybe I used to have some picture disc. Yeah, this is what I was wondering. Have you thought of doing a picture disc for your own band at all? Yeah, we are actually talking about it earlier for this album, doing a picture disc. And Everybody loves picture disc. You do, and turn over another picture on the back as well. <laughs> That's amazing. So what was your first Iron Maiden experience? Did you experience this album live at all? Uh, no, yeah, I saw them. They came to Iceland once, I think, and I, I went there. I think I was 16 or something. My first album was Killers. Amazing album. What do you think about old technology? Like, for instance, I noticed Tuck, it was released on cassette in Indonesia. <laughs> Did you know that? Probably not by us. <laughs> it was on EMI. Oh, really? Yeah. EMI released talk in Indonesia on cassette. Isn't that incredible? That's really cool, actually. <laughs> that wasn't too long ago, was it? Really? Yeah, no, it wasn't. It probably still is cassette there. Yeah, no. so it makes me think your new LP, will it be released on picture disc and cassette? <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Here we are with Seeger... Ross. In Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And what I was thinking is, in Iceland, there are two important sayings that you need to know. I heard there are two important sayings that you need to know. And one of them is, Kermif Kutlin? Kermif Kutlin. Caramel Kutlin. <laughs> What's that? Can, we, can I see it? It's supposed to be, it's almost there, man. It's almost there, dude. Kermif Oh. Yeah. Yes, how was it? How was I doing pronouncing that? <laughs> really bad. <laughs> Jonsi, what is your full name? What is your full name? Uh, John Thor Birgisson. And I was thinking, John Thor, hmm, you're in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. I have to give you a gift from a Canadian and a Vancouver metal legend. This is John. Uh, yeah, no, this is really good. Yeah, no. you know, Keep the dogs away. Check it out on the back here. Look what his name is. John, John. John Michael Thor. John Thor, keep the dogs away. <laughs> it's actually, this is my great, great grandfather. So you have heard of Thor before? Uh, yes, the god, yes. And he is amazing. And I thought, well, you know, you're looking at his photo, you're going, hmm, that's pretty impressive, like he's singing. But Thor also can bend steel and blow up hot water bottles. <laughs> Just like Thor the God. Just like Thor the God. And to prove that to you, I have actually the Thor DVD. <laughs> Whoa. And there it is, an anthology. <laughs> Amazing. And so you can actually check him out on the Merv Griffin show, blowing up hot water bottles and bending steels. It's Canada's number one metal legend for you guys. Wow. On the Thor tip, what can you tell the people about this Icelandic band, Thor's... Thor's hammer, yeah. Thor's hammer, yeah. Thor's hammer. Do you guys know Thor's hammer? Yeah. What can you tell the people about Thor's hammer? I know them as Thor's hammer. That uh, they are just, yeah, they're really good. They're um, the first Beatle band in Iceland. Were really, really popular. 
And the guy from Thor's Hammer, his name is Runar, Runar Juliusson. Uh, do you know Runar, though? He's put out quite a few CDs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What can you say about Runar? Rest in peace, because he passed away. What can you say about Runar? Probably the coolest Icelander ever. He was, and he was in Thor's Hammer, and such great stuff here. He also did a lot of work with Booby. Yeah, Pippi, yeah. <laughs> Who is Booby Morthens? <laughs> He's another legend in Iceland. Why was beer banned till like 1984? <laughs> it's, it's dangerous, man. Yeah. Was there any reason behind that? No, it's a long story. <laughs> well, we have time. Please explain. It is plain weird, I think. Yeah. It's just nobody understands it. When you guys were growing up, was it Wham or was it Duran Duran? Duran Duran. Yeah. Kiss. Duran Duran, of course. Kiss? Not Wham or Duran Duran? <laughs> no. But I was wondering, Seeger Ross, growing up, is it true that there was no TV on Thursdays in Iceland? Yeah, that's true. Or in July? No, that's not true. <laughs> no, why no TV on Thursdays? Uh, I don't know. It's kind of uh, a good idea, though, I don't think. Yeah, I guess it sounds good, but why Thursdays? Was it just like... Yeah, I guess it was TV People's Sunday. I don't know. Have you guys ever eaten any sheep's heads at all? Of course. Because that's quite normal in Iceland, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, especially for older people, but yeah. What did it taste like? Um, yeah. <laughs> Juicy. Juicy. <laughs> Juicy! Sucker dies. <laughs> okay, the sheep's head. Now, what about the sheep's testicles? What do those taste like? Um, better than you expect. Chewy, maybe? Like juicy and chewy? No, they're quite good, actually. They're not bad. Because it made me think, testicles, the penis museum. <laughs> yeah. What's there? And have you guys been there? Because I love the penis museum. Or does everybody talk to you about the penis museum? There's a penis museum in Iceland, right? Yeah, nobody talks about it to us. It's a... What have you seen in a penis museum? I haven't been there, actually. Have you guys been there at all? Yeah, yeah. I, I was there, yeah, yeah, every day. Take my family every Sunday. Whole family. But there aren't any male penises in there at this present time of human persuasion, right? Yeah, yeah there's one. Yeah. Some old do to donate this wiener to the museum. So, Yonsi, you haven't been to the penis museum, but you keep up on it, though. You keep up on all the information for it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Who else have you bumped into there? Like that you didn't expect to see in the bars there, because quite a few people pass through. Lou Reed. <laughs> we just like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ted Danson. Corky, Corky met him on the street. Yeah, no, it was actually my wife. Oh yeah. yeah. So did you go up to him? Go, hey, you're Ted. Can I get your? Like, what was the circumstance? Are you sure it was him? Yeah, yeah. It w- my wife was walking on the other side of the road, and she thought she saw someone that she knew, so she kind of waved at him. Said, hey. And he waved back, hey, and then she'd realized, like, you know, a couple hundred meters later, oh, that was Ted Danson. <laughs> I don't know him at all. <laughs> That's incredible. The Brian Jonestown massacre, Lou Reed, Ted Danson. Iceland has it all, doesn't it? All the hottest guys. Well, thanks so much, Seeker Ross. Keep on rocking in the free world and do, 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 do. Do, do. <laughs> <laughs> Such a long time 
You're still listening to the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there Thor with Keep the Dogs Away. And before that, Thor's Hammer from 
Iceland with Better Days. And before that, Thor's Hammer again with I Don't Care. And before that again, Thor's Hammer with My Life. And before that, an interview with Sigur Ross from Iceland. Coming up, a brand new interview I did with Jello Biafra from 2013. I mention this because I've interviewed Jello 13 times before, and this is, happens to be the 13th interview I did with Jello Biafra. And to prepare you for Jello Biafra, gonna play something by The Nails from Boulder, Colorado, Jello Biafra's hometown. Here's The Nails with Cops Are punks and then an interview with jello biafra on the nardwar the human serviette radio show They have the guns They shoot you dead That ain't the fun Cut the bones The mean and tough The beat up drums They took the screaming love Well there goes one now He's busted your stash Now he's gonna sell it to some junkie For some get the bones They drive the cars they drive the bears and act like movie stars. Got the balls. They dress in black. Got leather boots and wearing slacks. Oh gee, I'm sorry, officer. I didn't see the light. Here's fifty dollars. Thanks and good, 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 na 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 na. Check, check. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. Do, 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 get going. Who are you? Last I heard, I was still Jello Biafra, even to you. Jello, welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Well, thank you. I think you might be the first person who said that, even on the airplane. Well, actually, I've said that to you 13 times. I've interviewed you 13 times now since 1989. Well, 
I guess somebody has to do it. And I thought to myself, hmm, all these interviews I've done with you, Jello, I gotta get you a gift that reminds you of 13, some DOA beer. This isn't real. Oh, it is DOA Ale. Does this have any connection to Joe and company, or is it totally separate? It's totally connected. Check right on there. Product placement, Poodle. I can't read the small letters anymore. What do you think about that? DOA beer. What do you think about that? It's kind of a logical step in that direction. I don't know how that would have affected his run for the provincial legislature. And, uh, you know, considering who else seems to be running and ruining your country right now, I think him and the legislature would have been a shot in the fresh, would have been a breath of fresh air, shot in the arm, maybe even a shot in the gullet if he could uh, dose his beer and give it to all them conservatives so they start seeing things and stuff. I've thought about trying to do a beer for years, but I haven't gotten anybody to make it for me yet. I want to call it Jonestown Ale and dye it purple. Baboom! Okay. <laughs> Jello, speaking of traveling to faraway places, Jonestown, etc., you're wearing a very nice hat, aren't you? Oh, I'm glad you like it. And it comes from the land? Of Australia. The land down under. And I was curious, Jello, is it true that East Bay Ray really was arrested for carrying a pineapple? No, I think you've put two or three stories together and let your zany mind play tricks on you. No, that was when Queensland, the uh, northeastern province, which is kind of like, or excuse me, they have states down there which is kind of like Florida, complete with, you know, resorts, environmental degradation, and at the time, a near dictator running it by the name of Joe Bielke Peterson. And the net result was when Dead Kennedys played in Brisbane in 1983, D.H. Poligro was arrested by the police for drinking while black. Basically, he and members of the band that played with us called the Johnnies were all drinking beer together outside the back entrance to Festival Hall, I think it was called. And the cops arrested him and only him for drinking on the sidewalk. Ray asked what was going on, so they threw him in the car, too, and charged him with interfering with a police officer. And then it became a tabloid press sensation the next day. And then later at a party, I ran into somebody who, as I was being told what it's like to live under the repressive uh, banana Republican kind of life under Joe Bielke Peterson. They talked about how the police would break up loud parties by kicking down the door and smashing the stereo equipment with clubs and leaving. And then another guy came up to me and said, oh, I, this is worse. I got arrested for carrying a concealed weapon in a bag of groceries, a pineapple, and they grow pineapples in Queensland. In some ways, it's still more extreme in, in the uh, resort gone wrong area than Florida. I mean, the town of Surfer's Paradise gets dark at 4.30 in the afternoon or so because they put up so many high-rises along the beach, making it that much harder to avoid stepping on Portuguese men of war or wading to the water a little ways and getting stung by a stonefish, which will kill you in minutes, or a toadfish, which will kill you in a few more minutes. Further offshore the most poisonous sea snakes in the world. Further inshore, the most poisonous land snakes in the world. And, of course, let's not forget, a little bit further north, crocodiles. Jello, in Australia, you did some record hunting. I think you got a master's apprentice of seven inch, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I was supposed to get two and forgot to take the second one with me, but uh, hopefully it'll come my way one of these times. 
a legendary 1960s band. So I thought another gift for you, Jello. I would give you the edition of Ugly Things from San Diego by Mike Stacks that talks all about the masters. Well, we have to give it up to Mike Stacks and all the work and scholarship and the enthusiasm for music he puts in. It used to be a smaller zine, and look what he's doing now. This is just amazing. I'm not sure anybody in the world is going to the lengths that he does to make something like this as good as he does so here's to you again mr stacks it's an amazing zine filled with the entire story part three and part two are available somewhere else i only gave you part one jello oh and speaking of stories and stuff what can you tell me about this band right here the nails Oh, well, uh, oh, that's a X-rated version, a 12-inch of it, no less. I guess I'm going to pull a Snoop Dogg and keep that, too. Um, The Nails started out in Colorado, in Boulder, where I'm from, as the Ravers. And when the Ramones came through in uh, March of 77 or so, and all kinds of people had their life and destiny and career trajectory changed, um, from the Wax Tracks label to Onks, the SST band, to Don Fleming, who went into Velvet Monkeys and Gumball, and now works at the Lomax Archives in New York, all kinds of people were there. So the venue, which was normally a country rock showcase, gave the Ramones a second night to headline. They needed an opener, so the Ravers were on the bill. And suddenly they needed what was then called roadies, not guitar techs or drum techs or tour managers, roadies. And I was asked to be a roadie for the Ravers, and suddenly I felt 10 feet tall. All you people who just thought I was just a dumb loser in high school, I'm a roadie for the Ravers now. Yay! And so many good times were had, many more cool shows, including uh, one with maybe two with the nerves when they came out from L.A. And then the Ravers uh, moved to New York, left me behind, which kind of bummed me out initially, but then I went west and the rest is history, so it all worked out. And in New York, they wound up changing a few personnel and changing their name to The Nails and eventually hit pay dirt with 88 lines about 44 women. And that's an X-rated version that you're interested in? You haven't seen that before? Well, I I guess the one on the radio probably wasn't X-rated, but uh, RCA Records putting out an X-rated version of anything kind of surprises me. Jello, is it true once for a Dead Kennedys tour, they wouldn't let you tour to UK because you hadn't paid your rent? Uh, that was uh, just hype made up by some fool in a press office. That's not true at all. My passport disappeared a day or two before I was supposed to get on the plane, and it took a while to get it back. So I arrived a couple days after I should have, and one show was canceled, but they made up some dumb lie, and uh, that's where that one came from. Jello, speaking of X-rated stuff, how hard was it to make records like this in the 1960s? Wife swapping... Wife swapping, swingers, orgy, orgy party. I think I have some other stuff on this label or something. So yeah, Audio Stag Records. Yeah, um, I'm guessing they were under the counter at uh, adult bookstores to the degree that there even were adult bookstores. If you turn it over on the back, it says, "Now you." Don't have to go to Denmark or Sweden to get this kind of album. You probably never did, actually. I mean, you know as well as I do those bootlegs of old 78 recordings, often uh, early rhythm and blues. There's whole volumes of songs about pot, and there's whole volumes of songs about sex. A lot of it was innuendo, and that was what Tipper Gore and her right-wing Christian friends wanted to drag us back to. But then uh, you start thinking that way, cool innuendo can be everywhere. 
elsewhere and how those same people could, uh, you know, say that the arch conservative uh, majority leader in the House of Representatives is named Dick Army with a straight face is beyond me. Jello, another record that kind of had the innuendo right here, the Doug Clark and the... And the Hot Nuts. Yeah, they were, they were a little more than innuendo, and supposedly they still play to this day. Yeah, it's uh, toilet humor on the Southern uh, fraternity circuit. There's the first one, Nuts to You, and every volume's got nuts, hot nuts. You get them from the peanut man. Nuts, hot nuts. You get them anywhere you can, and new set of jokes and everything. Records are very interesting, especially ones like this. What can tell the people records like this? Music for half-ass? Friends. Well, uh, this was a whole series of gag gift album covers that didn't have a record inside. The idea being you would hide this in your collection. Somebody else is going through it and they wonder what it is. And a good laugh is had by all. Times were so innocent back then, supposedly. Because if you pull it open right there, there's something like inside it, right? No. Yes, there is. If you pull it open, there is the gag inside it. I'm going to have to look inside all of mine and see if I got any of these. Oh, there you go. I bought this album for you as a gift. Sorry, I couldn't afford the record. There you go. Jello, I was thinking, you got a lot of records, and I have a gift here for you. It's actually a book. I don't know. Have you seen this book? This is the Enjoy the Experience book? Uh, never heard of it. Oh, Kugelberg and Paul Major were part of this, huh? And it's all about homemade records from the 1950s right up to the 70s. Pull me back. Oh, yeah. Well, I, no, God, I did one after another that I've never seen and is not lurking in my home somewhere. What can you tell the people about homemade records? Because this looks like, did any of these ring any bells to you if you just flip it open for a second? I saw a few in there, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's something that always went on, but punk brought back uh, DIY a little bit more into the heads of people who really, uh, you know, realized that punk was reconnecting with the spirit of rock and roll and all, but there were DIY records even in the dark days of the 70s. People just rarely knew they existed, so they're still being dug up, and they still turn up in thrift stores, and now people are even combing through all those scary-looking Christian records to see any, if any of them are the next psychedelic gem like Search Party or something. Jello, B.J. Snowden, Ed Snowden. Snowden is in the news again. <laughs> this is true. Are they really coming for your uncool niece right now? What's going on with this data mining? I don't have any nieces. Ba-boom. <laughs> well, I mean, unfortunately, it's already it's it's always been going on. They're vacuuming up all your data too, and they don't. Uh, I found out about the NSA in the seventies, and that was you know even then they said no, it's not international. They're spying on everybody domestically, and that's what the micro relay towers are for, and that's what the little green dot in your uh, landline phone is for. Maybe true, maybe not, but this was a mainstream news magazine that claimed that, and I took note. And then I also uh, took note when during the last backlash against secrecy and spying that got Nixon run out of town on a rail before years later, a senator named Barack Obama voted in favor of legalizing every last crime Nixon committed in order to save George W. Bush, and that helped get us where we are now. But anyway, there was such a backlash. I was in high school, 
And uh, th- those Senate Watergate committee hearings are the best reality show in the history of television. At one point, I could do impersonations of every single senator on the panel. But anyway, um, and Nixon went down. But uh, there was such a backlash that they started letting kids see their school records. You were never allowed to see your files. All of a sudden, you were. I looked at my file. Open it up, and there's the little school picture of child Eric all the way up to teenage monster and whatnot. All black and white, high contrast, so they all looked like mug shots, even in first grade. And then even in first grade, the teacher wrote this evaluation of me I never knew existed, saying I was this bad seed. I was this bad, troublemaking kid, and I didn't think I was then. I liked her. I liked school. And first grade it wasn't until the next year that everything went to hell and so that was both a little disconcerting and then i thought you know these records are not going to get destroyed they're going to go somewhere so somebody is always going to have this file i will always be on file and even if i was running around with a god bless sarah palin the end times are coming praise the lord Tomorrow, I'd still be one of the first people they took away if it ever got to that point. Therefore, I'm going to do what I was going to do anyway. Jello, white people and the damage done. And? And I was curious, have you seen this record right here? John Barber, it's... It's tough to be white. (laughs) Oh, my God. So... With liner notes by... I can't read it. Dick Gregory. Uh, Dick Gregory does the liner notes. So in other words, there's a little more to this than this is probably not a white supremacist record then. No, it isn't. He's a guy from Canada going to the States and he gets liner notes by Dick Gregory, who is an actor, social activist. Yeah, and uh, if he holds on to that cigarette much longer, it's going to burn his thumb. Maybe that's part of the act, too. I don't know. I mean, I've got a couple of others like this where it's a white guy on the cover tells old stories in authentic Negro dialect and has appeared all over the South at Rotary Clubs and things like that. It's very twisted. Jello, it's coming up to the 50th anniversary of the JFK assassination. I suppose it is. And I was thinking, what is your favorite Kennedy song? Dead Kennedy song or song about Kennedy or what? All of the above. Oh, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of Dead Kennedy songs that are pretty cool. I mean, Holiday in Cambodia is the one I think stands up the best because you can play it so many different ways. It's just a really cool and unique riff. And then uh, uh, Bullet by the Misfits. That's a great one. Um Reload by Ministry, I guess, is either about that or they used it with their video where Al is dressed as Jackie O in the pink dress and moons the camera from the Lincoln when the big, big bullet comes. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of them. I mean, and there's more touching ones like Abraham Martin and John and some of that. Yeah, I guess I was curious. What did you think about the sing-along with JFK? Well, another thing he inspired was that seemingly more comedy records making fun of him than any other president in history except maybe Tricky Dick Nixon, but for the opposite reason. I mean, people were kind of making fun of... Uh, this is a speech is set to music. Oh, and laugh along with Nixon, it says. There's one I found in a thrift store that's all one-liner jokes told by John F. Kennedy. You know, John F. Kennedy as comedian... And then there's that first family record parodying all of them by what's his name, Von Meter, Mater, however you pronounce that, which at the time, if I'm not mistaken, was the largest selling LP in history at that point. It was pre-Beatlemania, obviously. I mean, you were in a band called The Dead 
Kennedys. Dead Kennedys. Now, how offensive was that to people? Because nowadays, it's not offensive at all, is it? Uh, to some people, it is. It, it's definitely value and shock value, that's for sure. I mean, that was the original attraction to the name. But, you know, then I realized it kind of needed to be justified. It did provoke people to think, including myself. And so to me, it was uh, kind of the end of when people thought they could make a difference, not just in their own lives, but in society and planet Earth. And when they kind of gave up and turned into me, 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 me first kind of people, which, of course, now has been taken to the extreme of the extremes by everybody from followers of Ron Paul to followers of Stephen Harper. But don't you think it's kind of interesting how mainstreamy the JFK assassination is? Like, look, they have mints from the place where JFK was assassinated. <laughs> the Texas School Book Depository has mints. <laughs> That's still not as good as the porno videos they sold at the gift shop at the Corcovado, you know, that big statue on top of the mountain above Rio de Janeiro of Jesus porno videos in the gift shop that blew my mind jello did you ever any trouble in dallas at all with the dead kennedys playing there uh i don't think we ever did no i mean not even when we played outside the republican convention in uh, 1984 and all the delegates were exiting the hall and walking right back where we were so got the whole audience to turn to all the republicans fuck off and die fuck off and die did they hear us you bet they did among the people in attendance i think was joey johnson who would burn a flag the next day in that case went to the supreme court and uh a very young jim heath before he uh anointed himself a reverend and became horton heat jello what can you tell the people about this band right here mana mana Oh, we have a double LP now, eh? I didn't know they made all this other stuff. It was a, a Finnish band, pretty interesting one. And uh, I hope I get this right. The singer's name, Yoni Momo, something like that, was presented to me by the person whose label this originally came out on Gaga Goodies as uh, the Rocky Erickson of uh, Finland. And you definitely feel there's somebody with a deep soul and a very uh, interesting mind at work here. Plus, there's a master guitar player I really love named Otra, who also is in a band called Psychoplasma, and then another one called Enter as well. And um, then later, I got the word that Yoni Momo had killed himself, unfortunately. So this was the last of his work. Were you going to maybe have him released on AT? That was the rumor. You're going to maybe have him on AT? Well, Gaga Goodies had asked, but um, we just couldn't. Jello, did you ever see Gigi Allen? I'm not, we got to skip some of these questions. We are out of time. Okay, winding up here just quickly. Jello, Darby Crash. Did you ever go kicking indoors with Darby Crash? No comment. Do another question. Jello Biafra, winding up here in Vancouver, British Columbia. Keep going. Canada. I want to ask you about the band Death. Is it true that Death had a bunch of seven inches and you found these rare seven inches of theirs, a box of them? I did not find a box. I found two or three of them and stuff, and I'm down to, I think, one now. And uh, I had no idea who they were. I mean, how many people did? And I just thought, wow, this is really cool. It's like some unknown thing from Michigan, and clearly this band heard the MC5. This is an excellent unknown record and i'm give it up to drag city for finding the guys although i guess they were always active musicians after they relocated to burlington vermont and then uh found there was a whole unrecorded album what amazes me about this is how much in a vacuum before ramones or pistols or anybody were on people's radar screens there's so many flashes of the bad brains on this record 
I'm just curious about that box of seven inches because they had that rare seven inch and you found a whole box somewhere. What was that about? Where'd you find it? Find a whole box. I already told you. But I'm still curious about the story. I'm just really excited that you were the only one that had a bunch of those records. Well, I didn't really have a bunch. I just got one off a guy's mail order list based on his description and really liked it and asked if he had it, if he had any more. And I think a couple more came my way. Lastly here, Jello, what can you tell the people about the McRock album? I've never seen this. You sure you don't want to give this to Dave MDC? Oh, yeah, it's Canada only because there's Teenage Head on there. Uh, <laughs> well, I wonder what she was supposed to do at McDonald's in order to acquire one of these, or what was a giveaway if you bought more poisonous food? I don't know. Jello, anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Uh, not that I can think of. Well, thanks much, Jello. Keep on rocking in the free world, and do 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 loot do tweet tweet. The trumpet summons us again. The trumpet summons us again. Not as a call to bear arms. Not as a call to bear arms. Though arms we need. Though arms we need. Not as a call to battle. Not as a call to battle. Though in battle we are. Though in battle we are. But a call to bear the burden. But a call to bear the burden. Of a long. Of a long. Twilight struggle. Twilight year in, year out, year in, year out, rejoicing in hope, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, patient in tribulation, a struggle against, a struggle against, the common enemies of man, the common enemies of man, tyranny, tyranny, poverty, poverty. Tyranny. Tyranny. Poverty. Poverty.
itsesi Oi päästä mut selville sun sydämestäsi Tää alkaa olla jo liikaa Ketä sä rakastat? Anna mut tietää Ketä sä haajat? Anna mut tietää Ja se panee mut joskus miettimään, että Jos sua kerran kunnolla silmi katsosi Voisi sumu muuttua kirkkaudeksi Ketä sä rakastat? Anna mun tietää Ketä sä halajat? Anna mun tietää You're still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there, Mana Mana with Keta Sa Raka Stat. And before that, sing along with JFK and the trumpet. And before that, an interview with Jello Biafra. Got some more time here, so thought I would play something more by Thor. Because Thor is good buddies with Joe Keithley of DOA. And Joe Keithley of DOA is good buddies with Jello Biafra. So here's Thor, the Canadian metal god with Rock the City. Live on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio. Doot doot! Rock the City!
inquire within. If you're looking for truth and lie, inquire within. If you want to tell wrong from right, inquire within. If you're searching for a reason, inquire within. Any time, any season, don't go. Be bold, get to know your soul. Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? Inquire within. If you're looking for the way back, inquire within. Now you're getting on the right track. Inquire within. Call it love or consciousness. Inquire within. It's all at the same address. Don't be blue. It's true. There's a better you. Do you know who you are? Do you know? And your passport's honesty. Sail along a beam of love across a subtle sea. You'll find out when you get there. It's a place of hidden wealth. Without within, you're nothing, 'cause within's your real self. So inquire within. All you gotta do is knock. Inquire within. Be the first one on your block. Inquire within. Within is neither near nor far. Inquire within. Find your very own avatar. Don't be alone. Find a friend you've always known. Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? And you're still listening to the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there Carol Lee and Hank Meinlin from Enjoy the Experience, Inquire Within. That was that book that I gave Jello Biafra from the interview that I did with Jello Biafra today on the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show by Johann Kugelberg. It's an amazing book. Enjoy the experience. Comes with a download card, has an incredible amount of songs on it, and the book is just thick, full of trivia. It'll last you forever. It's one of the most amazing coffee table books ever. Really, if you love records, 1958, I think to about 1992, records are listed in all of the homemade variety. And we just heard Carol Lee and Hank Meinlin with Enjoy the Experience Books, Inquire Within, from the Enjoy the Experience book. And before that, we heard Canada's metal god, Thor, live in Detroit. To end the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show right now, going to play a bunch of tracks. Going to begin here with something by Pick a Piper. They are playing tomorrow night in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada at the Biltmore. It's an early show. We're going to hear Lucid in Fjords by Pick a Piper. 
And again, they're playing tomorrow at the Biltmore. It's an early show. Then going to follow that up with something by Slow Loris. Slow Loris from Hamilton, Ontario. Thank you so much, Kevin, for sending this to me. We are going to hear something by Slow Loris. And again, Kevin sent this to me. We're going to hear the track Rupert Murdoch is a Sensitive Man by Slow Loris from Hamilton, Ontario. And we are also going to hear something that was sent to me. In this particular case, it was sent to me by Russ from Saskatchewan, from Saskatchewan, from Fort Saskatchewan, Alberta. Sorry about that, near Edmonton. From Fort Saskatchewan, Alberta. Russ sent me his band, the Anatomy Cats, and we are going to hear Shades of Grey. So again, to recap, here's Pick a Piper. Then after that, from Hamilton, Ontario, we are going to hear Rupert Murdoch is a Sensitive Man by Slender Loris. And then to end the Nardwarda Human Serviette radio show, we are going to hear Shades of Grey by the Anatomy Cats from Fort Saskatchewan, Alberta, near Edmonton. On the Nardwar the Human Serviette radio show, here's Pick a Piper.
Es war's!